Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen. Andy Molitor is traveling, maybe in a car, maybe on a plane. I know where he was able to confirm. He, he but... decided to drive. He settled on driving. He was back and forth. Right. But yeah, he's, in well, he's headed to Chicago, Maddie. He's headed to your hometown, your city, to hang out. What, to explain to the people what's happening tonight and where you guys are going to be. So the uh, the fine folks over at Bleacher Nation are hosting a uh, Q&A, meet and greet, whatever you want to call it, um, with uh, Chicago sports fans up at HVAC, HVAC. In, uh, in Wrigleyville, it's tonight. I believe tickets are still available. If you go to BleacherNation.com, you want to come. There's you know food, drinks, uh, panels, Q&As. There's going to be some uh, some pretty good guests there. I'm not sure how many people here are Chicago sport, or listening right now are Chicago sports people. Um, you got David Kaplan, Thomas Ian Nicholas. If you ever saw the movie Rookie of the Year, uh, he, he plays did. Henry Rowengartner. He's the pitcher. He's also in a band. He's going to be there. He's going to be on a Q&A, I believe, performing as be well. going to be throwing out any pitches? Uh, I hope so. That'd be awesome if he just winds back and then, you know, lets one rip. That'd be pretty cool. Bring a baseball for him to sign. I think that would be fun to have. That would be nice. Patrick, I agree with you. Wrigleyville Wrigleyville is, did, did sell out corporately. I'm not a huge fan of it, but, uh, yeah, it is a, they are corporate sellouts. Uh, that's why I'm a White Sox fan. We're not, we're not corporate sellouts on the South side. Um, but yeah, there's tickets available still, I believe on bleachernation.com. So if you're in the area, would like to come on by, uh, chat with Andy, chat with, well, you don't want to chat with me, um, chat with other important people, uh, come on by, do so. should be a fun night. It should be fun. And we have a great day today. I know I complained a little bit earlier this week about how rough of a sports week this is, but thank God for the Masters. It's so great. I assume you've just had that on all morning. I mean, as I look at it right now, Cam yep. Young did, in fact, birdie. He takes the lead at minus three. Yeah. You've got Garcia, go, Dan. Shoffley, Adam Scott hanging around behind minus two. So a very fun I think I have some sort of Cameron Young bet. I just don't know what it is. I made so many like bets, and you know, I don't remember which ones were parlays, which, you know, which – who I have top 20, where I have top 10. I just threw so much at the wall here that I don't really remember what I have, but I know I have some sort of Cam Young, so I want to see him play well. I did have him in our in our page Run Your Pool, too. I, he was one of my picks, I believe, in the, in the Run Your Pool contest, which is now officially closed. Sorry. That's okay. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Um, we appreciate it again. Hope it was really easy, and it should be a lot of fun for you guys. We'll see how it goes, and hopefully somebody watches this show, gets a chance to play golf with Paige. I don't want anybody else to win it from any of the other platforms. That'd be Let's great. Get a brown I would like that. Winner. I would like that. And speaking of things we like, you promised total base bets on mm-hmm. Tuesday. You are delivering. So let's get us some baseball. And remind me quickly, how does this work? Because, like, I'm looking here again at three plus total, total bases. Total bases a home through run, hits. It, yeah, so if it, it hits a home run, it's cash. It's, it's through it's hits. It, Unfortunately, it. swing walks, the bat. walks don't count. Stolen bases don't count. I think stolen bases should count, honestly. Should because count. you are taking a base. You are literally stealing a base. I know it's through hit, But, like, walk, I get it. I knew it. there was a caveat. That was walk, the I, Walks, I get it. But I think if you steal a base, if you steal a second base, that's a total base you just picked up. So I don't know. That's my belief. But I have a total base uh, bet. And then I'm, I'm going with the Matt and Dan, I guess, parlay. I'm backing Matt and Dan's teams as well. Uh, I'm going to start with Tim Anderson, three-plus total bases today. On FanDuel, the two-plus wasn't much value. It was like minus 120. Uh, the White Sox are going up against uh, soft-tossing left-hander Alex Wood and the Giants this afternoon. Um, last year didn't end up going so well, but nothing ended up going well for or much better for the White Sox against lefties. But prior to last year, the White Sox lineup had really just absolutely mashed lefties. Len Tim Anderson was, was really one of those. Um, if you look at his sp- career splits, he's got, he's OPS in close to 900 against left-handers, uh, throughout his career, right-handers. He's in like the seven hundreds. Um, 
he's got 30 home runs in his career and like a third less at bats against left-handers. So he's, he hits left-handers very well. He hits at the top of the order. So he's going to get as many chances as anybody. And he also got tossed yes from yesterday's game uh, after he got called, he tried to call time. Uh, umpire didn't give it to him after the giants pitcher, Logan Webb had called time a couple times and pitch came in for strike three. When Anderson was out of the box, he got rang up by the umpire. Didn't really like that. He was drawing at Webb a little bit. And then Luis Robert got rung up on the next at bat on a pitch that was very much outside. Um, Anderson got drawing a little bit more and got tossed. And Tim, so Tim Anderson's a, a guy that plays with a chip on his shoulder and is always looking for an edge. Like he's some, he will create his own edge. He will create his own chip at times, but he usually plays better with a chip on his shoulder. So he's got that today. Uh, combine that with going up against a soft tossing lefty. Wouldn't be surprised to see him, uh, you know, try and try and take first pitch fastball deep here in the, the opening at bat of the game, or at least opening at bat at the bottom of the first. Uh, Going to go Question. with this. Sure. How do you establish a strike zone if you're not in the batter's box? Uh, I, it, that's a, actually a very fair question. That's a, I'd never really thought of it that way. How do you call a strike if he's not in the it, box? I, that's a good box. Yeah. You don't have a strike zone. That's a good point. I never really even thought of it that way. I guess, I don't know. That's a, that's a very baseball point. perplexes me. Somebody yeah. in the chat, figure that out. Let yeah. us know. Sorry to interrupt you. That's okay. Uh, let's make faces. The White Sox did take care of it. They, they got smoked in the opener of uh, this series against the Giants, 12 to three. They came back, beat the Giants yesterday, seven to three. Uh, again, I, they're going up against a soft tossing lefty. This lineup tends to hit lefties pretty well. Um, they've loaded up the right, uh, the, their lineup with right-handers who hit lefties pretty well in this one. And they have Lance Lynn throwing who uh, was, didn't have his best stuff against the Astros in game two of that series, but pitched well enough to kind of give the White Sox a chance to win. And I think you get him at home where he pitches a little bit better going up against a, a lineup that's not nearly as good as the one he faced in Houston. I think we see him pitch pretty well today. And then I'm going to take Bra Dan's Braves minus one and a half against the Padres. Really just like the pitching matchup here. Uh, they're a Spencer Strider going up against Blake Snell, who started the uh, opening day for the Padres and kind of got shelled. Uh, against Colorado, I'm, I'm banking on Dan's Braves here at home in their home opener. It's a pretty good value, plus 122 there, minus one and a half. I like that. That's a lot of fun baseball because, Matt, you know, the other night, you know, I mentioned we had an average spread in 13 games of nine. Last mm -hmm. night, we had 16 teams play. 12 of them were on a back-to-back. -to -back. Tonight, we have five games featuring 10 teams. Out of those 10 teams, how many do you think have just – abjectly and honestly straightforwardly given up on winning these basketball games again 10 eight. teams eight it's not quite that bad but seven played the orlando magic the cavaliers have benched everyone the starting five is out so cleveland is one uh, miami philadelphia should be a great game six or three point favorites thought about maybe an under there those two teams are trying uh, the five people of austin texas get a special game tonight matt the san antonio spurs and sure. Uh, Portland Trailblazers, both teams that are basically bench their top four or five players. That gets us to three. Um, the Thunder are playing. The but Jazz they're playing that game in Austin? Yeah, they moved it to Austin. So get excited, people of Austin. They go, were they playing Texas's arena or something? That's kind of – or is it just like, hey, let's play in Austin for a At game, Moody Center ATX. So I don't, I don't know what that is. But okay. They're playing in Austin. The Thunder have everybody. The Jazz don't. That gets us to four. The Nuggets look like they might bail on everybody. So that gives us five out of ten teams that are actually trying only one game with two. So no plays for me. But Dan and I were having some fun, Matt, this morning. And you may have heard us talking about this a little bit as you jumped on. Um, we're surprised you with a little bit of a game here. We thought it would be fun to play NBA player playing tonight or a male tennis player. 
So we're going to pop up a name here on the screen, and we want you to guess, do you think this is an NBA player or someone playing tennis in the ATP today? Hmm. I'm going to go NBA. Incorrect. Alice is a tennis player. He'll be playing this afternoon. We're off to a great start here. Um, The next name up, Sandro Mamaku. I'm sorry, Mamakelisvili. Let's go NBA again. NBA, correct. You got it done there. He will be playing for the San Antonio Spurs tonight, I believe. So get excited, people of Austin. Max Purcell. I think I want to say I've seen this name on the back of an NBA jersey. Maybe it's not a Max, but I feel like I'm going to go NBA. Darn it. We've got another tennis player here. All right, so that's so you're one out of you're one for three. We've got I'm hitting three thirty-three. Um, got about five left. Jason Kubler. I remember Jason Kubel used to play for the Minnesota Twins and he used to kill the White Sox. Does that count? Uh no, he's not that's neither an Darn. NBA player nor a tennis player, but nice whatever. Player. I'm sticking with NBA. Let's roll NBA. Darn it. I'm I'm struggling. This is bad. I'm out, I'm hitting two fifty now. <laughs> All right. Simone Fontecchio or Fontecchio, I'm not really sure. NBA. We're rolling NBA. That's good. You got to stick to it. Well done. He's going to be playing in the NBA tonight. Get excited. I think he's playing that game in Texas. Steve Johnson. Tennis. Ice. Good ground. Oh, look at that mustache. Stevie, uh, generally called Stevie Johnson. I thought that might trip you up a bit. Yeah, he has one of the more spectacular. If you think I knew the difference between Steve or Stevie Johnson, the tennis player, you're way off. We have a segment called Matt Reed's. We have a we have a segment called Matt Reed's Noobs Tennis Picks because I don't know anybody's <laughs> names. Come on now, Dominic, Dominic Barlow. Barlow. Let's go NBA. I believe Dominic Barlow will be playing in the NBA tonight. This is the one I was. I know at some point I would get a little confused myself, but there we go. Um, I think that was it. Oh, no, one more here. Olivier Saar. I think this is the last one. Tennis. No. Playing oh. for the Thunder tonight. <laughs> I think I hit like 500 there. That's not bad. Yes, you got, take... I think you got pretty close. The other got there was eight names, and the other had three or four. We'll have to go back and look. I'll but... tell you, uh, somebody go back and check the tapes. Uh, we're, new, we're we're doing a show here. But somebody go back and check the tapes for me. We thought, again, that was going to be much more enjoyable and more talk about the NBA and a good way to frame up how tonight's going to go. So instead of watching NBA basketball, maybe spend some time with your family, watch some of that baseball if you're into it, and hockey persists. Uh, we do have hockey persisting. There's a few more games in hockey here, depending on what, what team you're looking at. You got anywhere between like three and six games left. Um, tried to go with a uh, tried to keep some team or keep this uh, to teams who are still playing because it's a little bit easier to predict. I think who's going to play and how much people are going to want to play. Um, two picks on the slate tonight. One might look familiar because it's the same exact pick I gave out on Tuesday uh, in Colorado and San Jose. But we're going to start in the, the earlier slate here. Pittsburgh uh, playing the Minnesota Wild. I believe that game is in Pittsburgh. Uh, The Penguins are looking at missing the playoffs. I should have looked up the exact number, but for the first time in a very, very long time um, in the tenure of Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, uh, they are right now, I'm double checking where they are. I believe they're a point out of the wild card. Yes, they're a point out of the last wild card spot uh, of both Pittsburgh, sorry, of both the Islanders and the Panthers. Uh, They host the Minnesota Wild tonight. And I, I, I think you're going to see kind of like a, I don't want to call it quite a last stand from, from uh, the Penguins, but I, I think the being out of the playoff race here might be a little bit of an eye opener, a little bit of a stark reminder to that franchise. Like 
uh, we kind of have to turn it on here. And if they have a chance to turn it on or if they can, uh, this would be the time to do it. And they're also going up against uh, their old friend who they won a couple Stanley or a Stanley Cup with and Marc-Andre Fleury. So that one should be interesting. I'm going to back the Penguins both ways. Uh, I, I, I just uh, going to believe Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin don't make the playoffs when they actually do it. Uh, that's a hill I don't mind dying on. Then we'll go back to the well here. Avalanche minus one and a half against the Sharks. This did not hit the other night. The Avalanche did take a two-goal lead in the third period, though, and then just kind of turned the uh, – uh, just just took the third period off a little bit. They did outshoot, outshoot San Jose 42-31, to 31, though, and they really controlled play. Um, I see them again tonight coming out playing pretty fast. They're still – they now have the lead in the Central Division. I still think they want to win the Central Division. Um I think you're going to see one of their better efforts tonight against San Jose and try and really bury them after only beating them four to three last time out. So I like the avalanche there with some value at plus one Oh six going up against the bad sharks team. I like it. A good way to take advantage of uh, the late season crawl. Almost there people. The postseason is coming so close. So close. And if you're a little sick of, of golf today, not that you should be, you should have the masters on all day. We do actually have some tennis and um, I'm going to go back down to South America to Bogota here and, um, no big underdogs today, but found a total I like in Charleston and then a parlay again in Bogota. We'll start with that match in Charleston. That's actually the nightcap there. Um, looks like it'll be around 6.37 p.m. Eastern. Madison Keys plays against Magda Lynette. The total sitting at 20. I had this closer to 20. You know, maybe a cheap 20 and a half would have made a little bit of sense to me here, but uh, far too many games for, you know, we're going to see 6-2, 6-3 sets here, maybe a 6-4. As long as this match gets done in two, this will comfortably go under. Honestly, even a chance of hitting a three if it does stretch out that far. But Keyes loves it here in Charleston, generally plays well. Um, Lynette historically hasn't done well, and he's, again, unique courts here. It's green clay. Pull up and some video. Take a look at it. It's not the same as you know we're going to see once we get to European clay season or even what they have in Bogota in South America. So give me under 21 there for the Magda Lynette-Madison Keys match. And we'll put two together here in Bogota. Tormo uh, got it done for us in the first round. Um, like her here again is a big favorite. She's minus 300 against Emiliana Arango. Again, just well above Arango in terms of talent level, overall quality here, and loves these courts. Plays as well as Bo in Bogota as just about anybody. I had this closer to minus 400. So I'll take the 300 and put it together with Tamara Zdancic. She's minus 155 here against Miriam Borkland. Um, Zdancic, again, generally pretty comfortable up here. Is maybe not the best clay player in terms of her movement, but when we get to altitude here, her serve holds up a little bit better. She's able to hit with a little more power. Um, you know, the ball flies a little bit better at a higher altitude. And again, it's done well here. Uh, Borkland, I'm surprised it, this is this close. I had this close for minus 180. So put the two together, you get plus 120, a little afternoon tennis, and a nightcap total for you. I, while I was looking down a little bit, but while you were reading that, I was legitimately going to place the money line favorite parlay. I have that in now. I got a plus 122 on DraftKings. So nice. a little bit extra juice there. Yeah. I, I like, you know how much I love those. So I had to go throw that in. Need a little bit more, uh, more money in my, uh, my DraftKings account for some Masters live betting. Are we eyeing up anything live here? I mean, John Rahm had a rough start. I think he's back to even. Yeah, so he he had that awful first hole, but then he got one back, and I think he might have gotten another one back. I'm not totally sure. Uh, Patrick did say LOL John Rahm a few minutes ago. Not really sure what that means because we have it off, but I can't imagine that's very good for him. Um, no, I'm, here. I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm really upset with myself. I wanted to bet Alex Noren to miss the cut at plus 165 because there was this Ooh. video of him on the range. He, I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before. 
where he was trying this like really weird, like over the top motion with it, like overemphasis. It, it just looked like this, whatever drill he was doing looked like a guy who was completely lost and couldn't feel his swing. And I looked it up. It was plus 165 to miss the cut. I, I didn't bet it. And he's like, he was like four over through five. So uh, it seems like a missed opportunity on my part. I should have went with my gut. Plus six. The only player worse out there today, Sandy Lyle at plus seven. Bub is at plus five. Some ugly numbers back there. Oof. Hovland rolls in a birdie here as I'm watching over the screen to tie up Cam Young. So we got a couple guys at three. Somebody named Adrian Mabronk is minus two with Garcia, Patrick Reed against the world, Xander, Adam Scott, Justin Thomas. So it's been pretty fun. What are you most excited for watching the Masters this afternoon? Oh, man. I, well, I hope Tiger plays well. I'm always excited to see Tiger at Augusta just because you don't know how many times you're going to have left to do it. Um, but I think this might be a cop-out type of answer, but just with how much like really good young talent there is at Augusta, like between Cam Young emerging, Scotty Scheffler being who he is, I guess I don't know if you're calling John Rahm anymore, but like with, with, with all this young talent at Augusta combined with the elite level of players we have at the top, I'm really just excited to see kind of who sticks out. Like, can Cam Young get hit? Like, he hasn't won on tour, but he's been so close in majors. Can Victor Hovland kind of get his first major and kind of eke himself into that next tier? There's so many good young talents I'm really excited to watch. All right, let's wrap it up so we can get everybody back to watch the Masters here. Dan threw in a little baseball parlay in there. Um, Texas Tech LSU. So if you've got baseball lines up, a little more action for you. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We really appreciate it. Give us a thumbs up. Dump a comment down there. And we'll be back tomorrow. Three-man weave it up on a Friday.